Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to be with you today. How many times do House Republicans have to show us their colors? Look, we are supposed to be in this moment awake and aware paying attention to everything that we do on this program for a reason. Because up until recently, I don't know how many of you, I'm going to go with the lion's share. You were not scrutinizing the votes of your elected representatives because they work for us. We are in charge. We tell them what to do. And when they fail to do what our wishes are, tell them to do ladies and gentlemen there is a disconnect that has to be eradicated and it's fixed by primarying rhinos the hell out period what did we get to see with the speaker's race it was perfect oh my gosh it's so embarrassing house republicans can't get anything together no 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 i would take dysfunction and the ebb and flow of an increasingly greater conservative republican party where you'll notice the moderates have less ground. The moderates have less of, of a place. And we are watching them leave. There will be a purging of this moderate wing of the GOP. These are not moderate times. These are not times to cooperate with Democrats. Screw you. Look what you've done to this country. I'm not here to negotiate on how to clean it up. We told you what was going to happen. I didn't even need my magic eight ball. I needed common sense. Common sense tells me that when a Democrat is elected, our taxes go up. When a Democrat is elected, 
social woke BS garbage is prioritized over the nuts and bolts of being able to raise your family to the best ability that you can. When Democrats get involved, all of a sudden, basic services that you used to take for granted, like, I don't know, trash pickup and attention to detail and crime and law and order, all of that seems to go poof as we make excuses for the lawless and the corrupt, period. So when I think about who I dislike the most in this administration, in my top three is Alejandro Mayorkas. He lies constantly. If he's moving his mouth, and it's a, it's a close fight between, between Mayorkas and Merrick Garland. Scumbags, period. These are not people who care about you. They don't care about the Constitution. They're not here about democracy. They're not worried about your rights and your freedoms. They don't care that America is the greatest place on planet Earth. They have a mission, and the mission is to destroy us from within. That is the whole globalist, uniparty, swamp creature mantra. You selfish people, how dare you? Why do you think the first thing Barack Obama did when he was president was travel the world and apologize for American exceptionalism? He projected his entire political identity in that very move. I'm here to apologize. I'm not here to stand before you at the UN the way Donald Trump did and said, hey, how about you all start paying your own freaking fair share? We're tired of being the checkbook and the police state of the, of the entire universe. Everybody else can pitch in. Donald Trump was America first. These clowns are America last. And the rhino Republican hacks who go along with it, to me, are more offensive than anybody on the left because you know what you're getting on the left. People who have the false letter R after their name who vote like Democrats need to go. So yesterday, let's see, Republicans join with Democrats to basically scuttle the impeachment of Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. This is something that Marjorie Taylor Greene brought up. Look, I don't even care about the machinations of it. I care that now I'm paying attention. I care that now I C-SPAN is like my hot go-to appointment TV watching. I'm like, shh, to my sons. They're playing, shh, I want to hear this. <laughs> I've got to see this vote. And they come in the living room and they're expecting to see like football. And I'm like, no, it's a house vote. <laughs> I might need to get out more, but you know what I'm saying. Once you're awake to how to pay attention to the, to the process, you want to see if the process is the way it should be. And it's not. Who are these eight Republicans who joined to basically kibosh Marjorie Taylor Greene's desire to kickstart the impeachment of Alex Mayorkas? The guy is a hack. He's lied repeatedly. Everything we're doing, we're doing the best. We inherited a broken state. It's Donald Trump's fault. If only House Republicans would work with, Right. I would just rather him say, look, we have a deal. And the deal's with the cartels because we're all in bed together. We're involved in this nasty, nasty drug scheme. But now it's really all about the child slavery thing. We've got that going at a pretty good clip. We're not ready to shut the border just yet. So we're going to keep it open. All these po people hopefully will vote for us. It, they allow us to create a bunch of services that will drain the regular taxpayer dry. And then all of a sudden, the whole socialistic idea of just everybody has the same thing will be in full play. Nobody will own 
own anything. They'll be forced to hold out their hands and take what we get, and then we're in charge. Hell, and we didn't even need everybody to buy an electric vehicle to get it done. Now, if he said that, I could be like, all right, he's a dirtbag, but now I understand what the deal is. He's telling the truth. Eight Republicans voted with the Democrats. Nah, I don't really think we should impeach Mayorkas. Look, if your job is to keep the homeland safe and you're not doing anything even remotely related to your job, I'm going to go with get the hell out. But that's just me. The eight Republicans who joined Democrats to say, nah, I don't want to impeach him. Representatives Ken Buck from Colorado. Boy, isn't he the gift that keeps on giving. Daryl Issa. What are you doing, Daryl? What are you doing, my man? You getting some money? What's happening? You got a project? They tell you they'll help you with your project? What is it? California. Tom McClintock. California. Patrick McHenry. Remember, this was the guy everybody was like, let's just make him the speaker. I know he's got an F Liberty score, but I'm sure it's just an anomaly. Not. How about Pat, uh, John Duarte? Also California. Huh. Virginia Fox. North Carolina, Cliff Benz, Oregon, and Mike Turney. Mike Turner, rather, Ohio. Now, what gets me isn't just that these people decided to vote alongside Democrats. It's that there were 11 House Republicans who just decided not to show. You know who would show for every single lousy vote if he was congressman? Jacob Chansley. Do you know who would be there early? Do you know who would probably be pressing the flags or steaming them to make sure everything was cool? Congressman Jacob Chansley from the 8th Congressional District of Arizona. I hope the people in Arizona pay attention to that man. A victim of the political corruption in this country. Just the the poster child we need to turn it around. How about these 11 Republicans? Didn't show up. Nah, I can't be bothered with voting. Other things going on. I know I had six weeks off over the summer, right? I know we're coming up on the Thanksgiving break and all next week we have off. You know who's working all next week? We are. Not Congress. Nah. They'll get a very nice, what, three weeks over Christmas? So why is it that Jim Banks, Vern Buchanan, Larry Bouchon, Dan Crenshaw... Whomever this Ezel guy is, new, I don't even know if it's a woman or a man. Pat Fallon, Nancy Mace, Alex Mooney, Greg Pence, Maria Salazar, and Roger Williams. You know, couldn't be bothered. Sorry. I had plans. I had to go to Jiffy Lube. What are you doing? It's your job. Voting is your job. Right? It's not complicated. How about you show up and you do your job and break? How about the Liberty scores of these people? You know, I like the Liberty scores, libertyscore.conservativereview.com. Great source. Banks gets a C. Vern Buchanan gets an F, 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 F. Larry Bouchon, F. Dan Crenshaw has a C. Pat Fallon, C. Nancy Mace, D. Alex Mooney, sadly, is an A. Greg Pence, D. Maria Salazar, F. Roger Williams, C. Are you seeing as the moderate uniparty rhino Republicans get flushed out? This is what needs to happen. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, 
all hacks on deck, greasing the skids for the left-wing propaganda machine for 2024. It's, it's quite delicious. Don't miss it. Next. Things are not looking good on the left, and I, 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 I don't think that we can diminish or say too much about how freaked out they are. We've got information now about an avalanche of COVID vaccine injury lawsuits coming. A pushback against that emergency use authorization that allegedly wrapped in a shroud of coverage and protected these pharma companies from litigation. And the government, by the way, for mandating that certain people get these shots. That is coming out. That is coming out in a big way. It is about to get very ugly. The truth about the vaccine, the truth about COVID, please, you know exactly what's going on. They cannot cover it forever. They cannot cover the reality of what happened on November 3rd of 2020 forever. They can't. They cannot cover what actually happened on January 6th. All of the players. Why do you think they needed that commission? Why do you think they needed the primetime news slots? Why do you think they needed all of that? Look, when, when you're not being slimy, you, you don't need lights, camera, mirrors, and a smoke machine. You don't need a burner phone. You don't need aliases. You don't need shell corporations. You don't need to spread it out over nine family members. You don't need gold bars. You don't need an $80,000 diamond, right? You don't need money coming out of the pockets of your coats. You don't need an OnlyFans page that all of a sudden you don't know anything about. I mean, it's so disappointing, but it's so obvious. They're scared to death, and they should be. So... Projecting ahead. So what's the strategy for the left going ahead? So they know they got a guy who's old, who is clearly demented, who clearly is not in charge, never has been, but he is the puppet. And you've got Obama behind the curtain pulling the strings. But how long is the puppet going to be alive? Let's just say that. They need to have in place a strategy. And the strategy is certainly to do whatever they can to beat the already shattered pinata of Donald Trump. The Donald Trump they want you to see. That he is corrupt. That he is a misogynist. Many of them can't even spell that, right? That he fancies himself in bed with strong people like Hitler and Mussolini and Xi and Putin. That's the big one, right? He is a, he's like Hitler. That's going to be the, he's a Hitler. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Left-wing fake news network ramps up ahead of 2024. This is from the Washington Free Beacon. Courier Newsroom. Sounds so official, doesn't it? I love it. Courier Newsroom, a George, a George Soros-funded network that pushes Democratic talking points, masquerading as journalism, is expanding its operations in an attempt to affect the 2024 election. I wish there was a vaccine for George Soros so we could all be inoculated. I'd be the first in line. Go. Give me two. Courier on Monday will announce a new slate of national contributors and newsletters, video series, op-eds, and podcasts to spread pro-Democrat messaging. 
What do you think the pro-Democrat messaging is? Look at all these new people who are here. I bet you there are a lot of new ethnic restaurants opening up. No, I don't think that's going to sell. Look at all of the free college loan stuff we've got going on. Is that going to work for you? No, that's that's not going to work for you. This is so gross. You got to love it. The network, which was founded by Democratic operative Tara McGowan, has faced extensive criticism by disguising its fake news websites and mailers as legitimate publications with names such as the Iowa Starting Line and the Pennsylvania Keystone. Watch your mailbox for these things because they're going to come out. A correspondent for the nonpartisan media watchdog NewsGuard, which is not nonpartisan in any way, in 2020 called Courier Hyperlocal Partisan Propaganda that has deceived readers comparing the network's articles to conspiracy theories or outright lies. The Courier pays for its operations through massive donations from left-wing billionaires, including Soros, who in 2021 gave nearly $1.2 million to the network. Soros and fellow Democratic mega-donor Reid Hoffman. Hey, wasn't he embroiled with Jeffrey Epstein? Wasn't he? Was that what it was, Brock? The LinkedIn founder, co-founder, he was involved in something despicable and gross. That was it. That was it. Let's just get the book. Can we just get the damn book, the black book? Let's just put it out there. All of these people can be tarnished, can be exiled into the trash heap of irrelevance and scumbag filth pedophilia once and for all. And the rest of us who actually give a rip about America can proceed doing the lion's share of the work that these lackeys have failed to do. Pay attention to the propaganda. If you start getting material in your mailbox and you're like, this is so weird. I wonder who these people are. Use your computer. Use your common sense. Spend the time. And then you two will begin to put together a very clear picture of suck that will not ensconce you in its lair. All right, when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, the new narrative alert, Donald Trump the dictator. I mean, it's almost, it's almost funny. You'll laugh next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I'm always interested in the narratives that are going to come out. And I, and I wonder, isn't there a better person who should be doing the hiring decisions? Shouldn't, isn't there like some central casting? Isn't that where Mike Pence came from? He was the perfect vice president sitting there, stoic behind Donald Trump, sitting next to Nancy Pelosi, right, as she was chewing her cud during the State of the Union, whatever the hell she's doing with her. He's just there, frozen like this. We need a better casting agency, to pull off the media narratives because they, they're so unimaginative. It's so old hat, if you will, very predictable. I think we should be kind of surprised. There should be more of a Where's Waldo feel about our government and its iterations of suck and how the media is going to sell that to us. Because there's a new narrative now. Now that this new polling has come out, three different polls, Donald Trump handily beating Joe Biden in five of six swing states, the precipitous rise in attention he's gotten among the black and Hispanic community. Now, Joe Biden only has a one point lead among young voters who are usually dumb. Right. I mean, we've all been there. No offense, but please. 
these people who are the woke activists who frighteningly can vote, right? They, they are the ones who believe and are most guided by whatever their indoctrinated moral system is. Right. And they see through it. They see Donald Trump. I want to I want to go for Trump. Biden has one percent on them. This is this is huge. And they are running scared. How do we know this? Well, there are a few narratives that are dropping. And one of them is very interesting. And it's unfortunate. It's an old one. I don't think anyone wants to be aligned with associated with or made an analogy of, of Adolf Hitler. I just don't. But this is the new narrative, that Donald Trump is now a dictator. This is the legacy media. This will be the battle cry, at least now, moving forward. This is what we have to do. The whole Russian spy thing didn't work. We, we wiretapped him. We tried to get dirt, couldn't figure it out. Made up crap that didn't work. We impeached him twice. That didn't move the needle. And then we made the grave mistake of piling on with all these indictments, which only made him more popular. My golly, what is the bottom of the, what's the worst of the worst people we could associate Donald Trump with? Hitler. Okay. So how do we know this? Well, according to a Biden spokesperson, illegal aliens, the idea of Donald Trump being reelected, and he has said at his most recent rallies, if you've paid attention, one of his objectives will be to finally secure our border. And he says he has a plan to get the people who have illegally come here that the Biden administration has given fallen over to provide everything hook, line and sinker for these people that our homeless veterans wished they could have. That if Donald Trump comes in and deports all these people, that somehow it's going to create a horrifying reality. Do you guys have any problem with people who ought not be here being shipped back to their homeland? I don't. Hell, if the news headlines are any indication, they're already ticked off. They don't want to be here. They said they've been sold a fake bill of goods, that New York City is a crap hole, and that Chicago, the 21,000 people that Abbott has bust up there since in the last year, that have nowhere to go, it's cold, they're sleeping on the street or in a, in a police station, they're like, this stinks. I want to go back home. I'd rather go back home to poverty, rampant corruption, where the weather is nicer and, and my family is there, Right? That's the story. Illegal. This is on Breitbart.com. Illegal aliens being deported from the United States will be a, quote, horrifying reality. If former President Donald Trump is elected president next year, a spokesperson for President Joe Biden's campaign says, I can't wait to say, see who the, the spokesperson du jour is. It's, it's not Corrine Jean-Pierre. She doesn't have her binder in front of her so she could read the prefabbed comments. Trump's immigration agenda was detailed in the New York Times over the weekend, and the plan involves mass deportations of illegal aliens. I'm good with that. An end to birthright citizenship for the U.S.-born children of illegal aliens. I'm cool with that. A large-scale increase in immigration detention space sounds necessary. The end of former President Obama's DACA program for illegal aliens. Yeah, you can dream your way back home. A travel ban for countries with a history of exporting terrorism. This is not complicated. Safe third country agreements to end asylum shopping. Yes. The reinstatement of the remain in Mexico policy. Uh Uh-huh. And the reimposition of Title 42 to better control the southern border. Now, 
Did any of those things make you feel like a racist or a bigot, a, uh, a white nationalist, or if you're black, maybe a black nationalist? No. That's just common sense. Period. And it is so common sense, and it is so terrifying to the left, that they're going to say that this is a horrifying reality. Who's this guy who says this? Biden campaign spokesman Amar Musa. Man, they're bringing out all the people now. Never seen this cat before. Apparently, Kate Bedingfield and, and Pencil Geek, Ian Sams, and all these other blowhards, they've been put into the back shelf. Now we've got this guy, Amar Musa. He says the plan is, quote, a horrifying reality that awaits the American people if Trump is elected president. Using that as a backdrop. <laughs> I want to bring you some audio sound bites now. MSNBC has this guy on named Charles Sykes, and his title is, quote, conservative commentator. Okay. Well, you're going to hear what this guy has to say. He's chirping in about Donald Trump, and he's going to say Donald Trump is such a terrible human being. He admires these authoritarian figures like Putin and Xi, and he wants to send all these migrants to concentration camps. You know, that's just crazy. And I'd love to know where the fact checkers are. Where is your disinformation board? Where's Facebook with its mal miss and disinformation wackos? Because this guy's able to spread these lies with impunity. And remember, he's considered a conservative commentator. Here is Charles Sykes spreading lies on MSNBC. His admiration, his deep admiration, his ongoing admiration for the world's authoritarian thugs, his admiration for Chairman Mao, his, his admiration for President Xi and Vladimir Putin, his intent to uh, turn the government into a an, uh, weapon of revenge and retribution, uh, the the plans, the detailed plans for massive deportations and concentration camps. He wants to turn this into a weapon of revenge, the politicization of the of the federal government. <laughs> hey, brother, I think you need to look in the mirror and you need to see what's going on around you because that's already here. Right. You've got federal agents who are already snooping all over the place, banging on journalists doors. The IRS getting weaponized against people as they testify before Congress against gross or about gross abuses at the highest echelons of our political world. And here's this hack who they want to tell us is a conservative saying that Donald Trump associates with with people like Putin and Xi. You know, when Donald Trump said the people in Hezbollah were smart. That doesn't mean he admires their objectives. You've got to know who the enemy is to fight them. You have to think the way they do. You have to see how they operate. Why do you think Hamas uses civilian areas like schools and amusement parks in places where families and civil hospitals in the children's wing of a hospital They've just found all these rockets and these guns and ammo and grenades. Why do you think Hamas does that? Because they are shrewd in their devilish plans. Will Israel strike here knowing that there are sick children in this room? Now, Donald Trump said 
they're smart. And all these people lost their collective marbles. One of them was Nicole Wallace. And she's, she's got this guy, John Carl, right? This is how incestuous and intermingly the mainstream media is. Here you have MSNBC, which sucks, taking Jonathan Carl from ABC News, who sucks just as much, but has written a book about basically about Donald Trump and Hitler, trying to draw some correlation that Donald Trump has some of the basic fibrous DNA tendencies. His backbone is sort of similar to Adolf Hitler. It's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. But this is the new strategy. Create the storyline of dictator Donald Trump. Listen. I mean, let's deal with Hitler, okay? (laughs) Okay. Um, Trump's affinity for Hitler was always covered under an umbrella of his stupidity, right? People like General Kelly were like, oh, you must not get it. You must not mean Hitler's army, right? I mean, you would talk about the brilliance of Hitler's generals. Correct. Kelly, yes. Correct. And and you've got some reporting about about Merkel. I want you to explain that. I'm going to read that. But 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 tell me how Trump sees Hitler. My gosh, ladies and gentlemen, we we have students who can't read. We have a an epidemic of theft, of larceny, of carjackings. We have a fentanyl crisis. We have a. Uh, an American population that is becoming unrecognizable. We have a president who is accused of enriching himself and his family to the tune of 30 plus million dollars. We have a woman who is a pro Hamas card carrying member of Congress who believes that Jews should be exterminated. Uh, Do you guys really think that Donald Trump is Hitler is something that we should be talking about. That, that's really where you're going with this today. That's really what you're talking. It is really what they're talking about. They are addicted. They cannot get enough. They don't understand why does Donald Trump resonate with people? Why are people liking him? Why do they wait for hours in the pre-dawn frost in the middle of nowhere to wait for this guy to fly in and dance poorly? They don't get it. Jonathan Carl's response to her, though. Oh, my. Hacky McHackmore. Listen. I mean, he wants to be seen as a big, strong leader. He wants to emulate these people. I'm not I'm not saying that Donald Trump is a Nazi. I don't I'm not. But but there is this infatuation that he has and he echoes his language. I mean, that's when you were talking, mm-hmm. you know, when he, when he talks about rooting out the vermin, even the phrase uh, the enemy of the people, uh, which he used to describe the press mm-hmm. is something that is drawn from Nazi Germany. It's also drawn from Stalin. This is a dictator's phrase and it's one that he eagerly embraced does he know all the history of it i don't know but the parallel is clear i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed ladies and gentlemen as a former card-carrying member of of the mainstream media jonathan carl is an absolute failure i'm not going to call him a nazi (laughs) pay attention to the narrative donald trump the dictator are you buying what they're selling next on the wendy bell radio program vivek ramaswamy we got tim scott finally saw the tea leaves Eh, it's not my time my brother it wasn't your time a year ago when you announced anybody who's up there thinking they're going to take on donald trump is either going to have to shine in some capacity 
or is going to slither away into the depths of zero. And you're going to watch Chris Christie. He's just holding on, right? Tim Scott, finally, I can't do it anymore. Vivek Ramaswamy, though, occupies this space for a reason. And he says things that most people don't say, that need to be said. And yesterday, last night, he drops Chris Cuomo, who looks like he's been juicing. Just going to say, you know, (laughs) there's a reason he's not wearing a jacket. He wants you to see that he's been working out. Well, Chris, I think you're gross anyway, so nice try. He is a hack. He was a hack on CNN. He lost his everything because he was a dirtbag who ran interference for his dirtbag brother, the governor, who put who put nursing home people back in nursing homes with COVID, who's responsible for as much as what we went through here in Pennsylvania. All right? And and he's going to have Vivek Ramaswamy on last night. And he's going to try to be colloquial with him. Hey, man, what's up? Ramaswamy, why are you you dissing um, Nikki Haley so much? Because, of course, during the last debate, Vivek did drop Nikki and her, her involvement in everything. Right? In the swamp, how do you go from being a governor to being a multi, multi, multi millionaire? In defense contracting nonsense, maybe. So here's Chris Cuomo. He's going to set it up. I don't think he's prepared for what Vivek is about to do. And he gets so defensive, like little people do. Listen. Ramaswamy, why do you keep going at Nikki Haley? Why do you think this is going to bear fruit? Chris, I don't know what you've been smoking, man. You and the rest of the mainstream media. It's laughable. Nikki Haley's been going after me the whole campaign. First debate, second debate. You know, she's been trailing me for much of the time. But I realize the establishment media has realized that there's a puppet they want to put up. I'm not playing that game. The grassroots of this country know they want a leader who isn't going to send us our sons and daughters to go die in foreign wars that racked up $7 trillion in debt. Dick Cheney 2.0 yeah. has taken over the GOP. Problem is the Democratic establishment media is now rooting for war, too. I'm the only candidate speaking for a true America first agenda on that debate stage. And I think we're going to be successful. Oh, he does not like being called out. This is where the ego, bruised ego, Chris Cuomo's ready to go. This is where they're going to talk over each other. But it's super interesting. He calls Vivek Ramaswamy a conspiracy theorist. And when you're not a conspiracy theorist, but you are smarter than the person who's interviewing you, it doesn't look good. Here's number two. Vivek, how are you going to bring people together when you just uh, put together a tapestry of conspiracies? You know that I'm not pitching anything about Chris, Nikki what, Haley. What are you she talking, won't even come I mean, on my a, show. There's no tapestry. She won't even come on there's my no show. There's no tapestry what are you of talking conspiracies. About, I'm sure she doesn't. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I, let you, I let you put it out there, and now, you know, I get to finish smoking, and uh, now I get to answer, which is, um, oh, this is what the media is doing, is putting up Nikki Haley it's against me because the they know I'm the real they, deal. Please. She hasn't even been the, on my show. Pick, I'm Chris, just please. watching you get you know slapped what? I, around I, I call by that her, Kristen and I'm Welker. wondering what I, your strategy you know, is. The fact of the matter is, Chris, that my strategy is calling out the mainstream media like I did to Kristen Welker at the start of that debate. I asked her about the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, told her to look the audience in the eye and apologize to them. Just like I'll tell you, you're part of the mainstream media dis- despite pretending like you're not. Look the audience in the eye oh, and tell them to cover your media. brother for all that happened. I'm Absolutely part of the mainstream you media. And you, and you, hey, listen. And you play the listen, same games that the you, rest of the mainstream you, you media does. Take care of You're your doing family. it tonight. That's You're fine. I think it's fantastic. You got so butthurt, Chris Cuomo, and you got called out for being a hack. My show, he says. 
can I tell you, that's aggravating to me. Anybody who's on television has a team of people behind them. Anybody who's on the radio has people who are working right next to them. It ain't your show, Chris. And it becomes so clear how butthurt Chris Cuomo gets when Vivek Ramaswamy calls him out for being the dirtbag who ran cover for his dirty brother, the governor. You've been, Vivek, you have been, you I'm have been covering for your you brother. You have been playing you, a game. You were kicked off Of course I covered for my brother. Of course I helped my brother. Yeah, of course I do. You know what? That's been journalistic standards that have now been failed, not just by you, but by every member of the broken political media. So yes, it is going to so take an outsider to call media, it out. And you want to look everyone at everyone in the media well, most is the, responsible for covering okay. for my brother. See what I'm saying? You miss 90% of the media is colluding by going too broad, pushing one one answer on the American public for the origin of COVID-19 to the Hunter Biden laptop story to now which people they decide they want to put up as their puppets. What does any of that have to do? Look, I love it. I love it. Now, if I can, if I can in your mind's eye. And you've seen this before. You've watched someone's facial expression as they realize they have lost an argument. There is something that changes about the contours of the face. Subtle differences in the eyes, in all of it, that let you know they've been schooled. That look is all over Chris Cuomo's face. Wouldn't you? If you had to support your family, wouldn't I have to work, Vivek? (laughs) Look, it's so clear what's going on here. Chris Cuomo browbeat us for two years about protests and George freaking Floyd and all of the liberal talking points of nonsense. And he got on the Trump bashing bandwagon and he sat on the laptop story too and he called people like you and like me MAGA extremists good for you Vivek Ramaswamy and you are correct sir but it's got to be more than 90% of the news outlets who are corrupt and pushing a disgusting narrative it's got to be more All right, coming up on the third hour of the Wendy Bell Radio program, a wild poll that shows us if Trump and Joe Biden go head to head, Trump is going to eat him alive. But if it's Biden and DeSantis, wait for this. Super interesting. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.